There's no intro. Remember that? Yeah, I I now remember. Yes, <laughs> it's just a very this, uh, awkward thing going. It's very awkward. Yeah. yeah. So this is Rage Against the Pod. This is uh, the supposedly once a week podcast where we take a different Rage Against the Machine song and we break it down. We really find out everything we can. We find out all the secrets about the songs and we uh, we let <laughs> you guys know. Uh, it's been a long time since we last did an episode. It's been about four or five months. Uh, and I don't really know why, but you know, it's the way she goes. Uh, my name is Tyler and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. Uh, so yeah, Jeff is here. I'm here. Um, and go to iTunes, go rate, review and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at rage against the pod. Uh, that would be awesome. And if you really want to go listen to our main pod, we have, we have a main podcast that we actually do once a week and that's called asinine radio. So get into that one as well. Uh, if you really enjoy this one, at least. So, um, what song are we doing today, Jeff? By Rage Against the Machine. Uh, had to be playing on the jukebox or something. There's a little bit of had to be playing on the jukebox. If you can't already tell, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty slow song. It's pretty <laughs> subdued, and it's spoken word, which is uh, it's pretty different for this band. So uh, what are let, let's let, before we kind of get really into the meat and potatoes of the song, what's um what's your origin story? What's your first impression of the song? How to be playing on the jukebox? What do you got, Jeff? I mean, until we did this pod, I don't think I've ever heard this or remember hearing this i have no idea but then we got uh, the live and rare in the vinyls and it's on yes it's on the live and rares and i mean it's cool it's pretty rough to listen to but um it's it's cool <laughs> i guess i mean it's it's not really like a real song so i don't want to like rank it too much but uh, eh, it's whatever it's, eh. it's definitely okay. not like okay. anything to write home about for this band <laughs> I know you're you're totally right. I, this is um this is a totally forgotten song. I know I had heard it years ago because I had the live and rare on CD. I had that long time ago, but I never really listened to this song because it's slow and it's super long, so I never really cared. And um, yeah, it wasn't until we got the vinyl was that like maybe a year or no, not even a year yet. But the last record store day, we got the vinyl for this, and. Uh, and yeah, in, in the context of that, it's pretty cool, but as standalone as a standalone song, <laughs> it just for whatever reason, it doesn't have the same like oomph to it. It's it's cool, but it's not like I don't know. This is th- th- you, this is a good transition song from like Gorilla Radio to Revolver. Like this is like everyone's heated, everyone's getting crazy, let's calm down, let's compose ourselves and let's let's get back into it. But instead of having silence mm-hmm. He literally just reads a book on stage, so <laughs> for nine minutes. <laughs> for nine minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest thing too. Is like he—I mean, not crazy. I guess it makes sense because there are so many 
words, but yeah, no, he, he literally reads from a book on stage. Like how many bands do that? Even like spoken word artists, they don't even do that all the time. That's some beatnik so, shit. It really is. So the, the poem uh, that he reads from is, is a poem called how to be playing on the jukebox. Uh, it came, it was written or it was published in 1975 by a man named Allen Ginsberg. And, uh, and it's just, it, it talks, it, it brings up the idea that the JFK assassination was mafia related, how the CIA and the FBI were involved in all of it. And then he kind of brings up other wars and, and conflicts around the world uh, in the 60s and 70s. So subject wise and content wise, it, it, I think it's pretty interesting. But and you, I mean, you read it once, you kind of get the gist of it and you don't really need to read it again. But. It's uh, dude, there's just so much like we could this could be like a five hour, 10 hour pod on just all the things that are mentioned here. It's just, yeah, it's I mean, it's cool. And I, I get the idea for it. And I I like how it's presented. But there are just so many ideas. It's complete overload. And it's like <laughs> it's tough. It's It really is. But what what I think is cool about it, releasing this song or doing it this way is that this is kind of rage's way of like getting people to to think more or to think outside the box more and to actually like go do research so that it's it's like they're sprinkling in little tidbits of all this like conspiracy theory stuff or or stuff that actually happened that's not really talked about and it's their way of like throwing that out there so people can go do their own research on it which is which is cool it's a good thing definitely a good thing so people aren't just you know a bunch of sheep i guess you could say yeah, I mean, not that it really makes a a, a difference anyway, because I mean, I think, I, I think like the this poem that the had to the had a, as, as mm-hmm. he says it kind of, I think that's that's like the the idea that and I I kind of took it as as a society we have failed and the only way to get us involved is by forcing us to be involved, so like you know we mm-hmm. had to do we had to play it on the TV we we had to put it on the radio that way people can hear it and care about it. Because otherwise, no one's gonna mm. fucking care. But even then, you know, like we still don't care. Most really. people don't care. Yeah, it flies over, flies over everyone's head. Yeah, people just don't care. People just don't like to know the truth. That's what it comes down to as well. They're afraid of the truth. I, I think, I think people can. I think people don't care about the truth. I, I, I just think that unless it directly affects me, I don't want to get involved. I just, I don't. We just don't care. I mean, it's the selfishness of humans you know everybody everybody's in it for themselves in the end i mean yeah you care about other people but in the end it's it's looking out for number one and number one is yourself it's i feel like that is human nature so it makes sense i always wonder like kind of off off topic but i always wonder if something came out and like the, the government admitted that the moon landing was fake how long would it take us to get over that like a week <sighs> <laughs> I would say like a month. I, I would say a month. And after that, then, nobody would give a shit anymore. Who, like, I wouldn't give a shit day one. <laughs> but I think it would depend on how long, like, the mainstream media, like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, how long they would talk about it. Because things only last as long as, you know, the big media outlets want it to be talked about. I mean, we, we've seen that. I mean, especially now since 9-11, which, I mean, that, that's like my, my earliest... That was my earliest opening of my eyes to like the outside world was that incident and seeing how everything's manipulated and and all that shit and it, it's it's insane what 
the media can accomplish through manipulation. I mean, we've seen it. We're seeing it every day now, like really bad right now. It's, it is. It, it is true. It's it's absolutely crazy. And then and then people who say, "Oh yeah, no, I I get it, I get it," but then they fall into the same the same pattern of just believing everything they hear from these media outlets. It's like, well, you're not understanding. You're you're just saying I understand just to so you don't have to talk about it anymore. That's right. Weird. And I think there's a difference too with like believing and like blindly following cuz I mean, you could believe it's not all lies. There's there, there's got to be some truths. And so you yeah. can you can believe but then you shouldn't be blindly following. If there's any kind of ounce of in you that that thinks something doesn't smell right like go after it get on that you know and yeah expose yeah do your due diligence you know research do expose yeah like you said expose things that's what you gotta do yeah just i i think anybody listening to this podcast and have never looked up the the relation between the cia fbi mafia and the jfk assassination definitely go do it because it is really fascinating and there i mean it it all signs point to to that being the case or most signs point to that being the case but it's it's like a a huge rabbit hole going down that and but it's really interesting so everyone go look it up i mean did you you could just take like take just any random five lines from this and there's going to be a rabbit hole Uh, i mean yeah i'm just scrolling through right now like attica and he says one of the lines that they wanted attica the riot attica and you could go into that and see how that was plan that was forced that was not a real like spontaneous riot but something that was initiated by the prison by the government so it's Mm -hmm. like again there's so much in this poem and it's but it's all it all points to the same crazy it all points to the same (laughs) theme. it really does and go look up the gulf of tonkin too if you've never read about that that was the the kind of catalyst that started the vietnam war and that shit show and how that was that whole incident was you know kind of falsified and fucked up in itself but so go look that up too because that's all related to this song and getting into any one of those these three topics we just mentioned is just like you said we could do this for hours fucking hours we're not a history topic and this is our first one back from a long break yeah we've we've been away for four or five months now so yeah we we're kind of slowly dipping our toes back in so um I don't, I don't know. Do you, I, we got anything else? What I'm, I I am glad we're doing it with this song though, because this song. I mean, like musically, it's it's just Zach reading a poem, but but the other boys are just kind of there to support him. And there's some there's some like yeah. cool bass noodling going on, some harmonic stuff he throws in, but otherwise it's it's non-existent. It's whatever's. So yeah, like for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> there's some there's some cool little buildups here here and there but they don't really go anywhere they always kind of lead back to just the slow kind of trudging along and him reading the poem the poem yeah but it's whatever it's a whatever song it's good to listen to like once or twice but you know you don't need to you really don't need to listen to it more than that but definitely listen to it within the context of the live and rare record because that that makes it so much better than just standalone so I highly yes. recommend that. Go buy it on vinyl. Yeah, and it's even it's still available. A lot even, of places. Even when you played in the beginning of the episode, it was dude. It sounded like shit. Like it was terrible. Yeah. Like I was annoyed. It really did. <laughs> and it, even on like because it's not on Spotify, it's not on the the, the big streaming music sites. So I, I had to resort to YouTube, and there's like no good copy <laughs> of this. They're all just like either they're either like fan shot 
or fan recorded from the audience or they're just like really bad soundboards. But the one on the record, on the live and rare record, actually sounds pretty clean and it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot but, better. Yeah, and they, they actually did record this song in a studio, but it was never released, which is seems kind of silly and stupid. But Well, it probably came out. I mean, it wouldn't dumb. fit on one of the records. It makes sense <sighs> that they wouldn't that they wouldn't like actually record this because putting catchy riffs, putting all that stuff would detract from the poem itself when that's really mm-hmm. 95% of this is the poem and 5% would go to the music. But then that 5% is going to blow up to like 50%. And Morello would throw in like solos in there and be hard to focus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There'd be way more bass noodling. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, there, there's, so we good on the lyrics, we good on the music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's obviously no demo, um, cause it's only ever been played live. There's no music video. Prophets of Rage never played it. The the original band or the the shitty band from five years ago, Audio Slave never played it because you know why would they? Um, and covers wise, I it was hard to find a cover for this. I really only I found two covers. One of them, this quality was so bad that I'm just not even gonna play it. But it was just some guy reading the poem on a stage with another guy playing a lute, the Chinese instrument, a lute, yeah. playing along with him talking. But the quality is so bad, it's not worth playing. And then the other one that I found, which I am going to play right now real quick, which I sent you, Jeff, uh, it's from, I guess this is a band. They're called Visual Experimental Factory. And they did a cover of this song. This was posted three years ago. It has 241 views, uh, four upvotes, zero downvotes, because it's an actual song. It's not um, just talking. So here's, uh, here's the Visual Experimental Factory version of uh, How to Be Playing on the Jukebox. It had to be flashing like the Daily Turbo It had to be playing on TV It had to be loud mounted on a comedy hour It had to be an onset of a loudspeakers The CIA There's a little bit of a the visual experimental factory cover of how to be how to be playing on the jukebox. What did you think of that one? Huh? Hey, that was amazing. That was so good. Did you really like it? Oh yeah, that was fantastic. That was unbelievable. I was, I was really not sure you'd like that one. <laughs> like it was, dude. That, that, everything fits so well. Like the the instrumental part matched perfectly with the vocals. They're both very weird. They're both kind of cryptic. They're eerie. And then obviously the subject matter, they both went really well with the subject matter. That kind of, you know, that megaphone Mm -hmm. sounding voice, like that goes well with like the (laughs) preaching type aspect of either, you know, preaching to the protesters or the government preaching to its, to its slaves, I guess. Mm. This was, dude, this was a fucking banger of a song. (laughs) I can't believe you liked it that much. Wow. I even looked up this band. They have a couple songs on Spotify. (laughs) 
Is one of them this cover or what? No, it's, it's the re- the recent ones too. So I don't even know if it's like the same thing. But I like how many fucking Vichel experimental factories yeah. are there? That's the, yeah. That's such a unique name. There's no way there's another band called them. Dude, that was so good though. I love that. Wow. Okay. I'm 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 happy you enjoyed it. Very happy you enjoyed it. Um. So yeah. That, like I said, that's all I got for covers. Because there's did like, you did you like not, it? It's it was cool. I mean, it wasn't really my thing. The the electronic drum beat and. It was cool. It wasn't bad. Just I don't think I'd ever listen to that again. Okay. I'd rather listen to the Rage version. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking crazy. No way. <laughs> well, I, Zach has that. Zach has that presence. He has that 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 forcefulness with his voice. Like it, it commands you to listen. Because there's like, nothing else going on. <laughs> I you know. Well, there's enough going on with the bass playing, like we were talking about. I I, I only listen to it on the on the vinyl because I I can't I can't just skip it. So. <laughs> did you today did you listen to it on the vinyl or did you go on youtube and listen to it both i listened to it on the youtubes and then when i got home i listened to it on the vinyls there you go there you go and fucking I night from me first too. of all n- night and day difference too let me just add that oh, yeah. in there you're right it completely totally different but anyway yeah so that that was that was cool so um we got anything else about this song do we have an mvp on this song I guess Zach. I mean, yeah, guess. Zach is my MVP too. Yeah, he. I mean, he's the only real reason for this song. So, yeah. So I guess Zach, we both agree, is the MVP on this song. Had to be playing on the jukebox. Uh, do we got anything else to talk about, or should we just finish it up? I we can wrap it up. Okay. So I mean, do we, do we even need to need? Do we even need oh. to give final thoughts? Nah. Because this this was. There's nah. not much to talk about. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening so long after we last posted an episode four or five months ago. Um, really appreciate it. Thank you to all the followers because we, we know that we actually have followers, so that's pretty rad. Um, <laughs> keep listening, and whoever hasn't gone to iTunes, uh, go there, rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Rage Against the Pod is our social media handle. Uh, so, yeah, get into it, and that's it. That's all. <laughs>